Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today, I have with me Stephanie Hodge, and she is with Essex Consulting. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Well, before we get into things too deeply, can you share a little bit about Essex? How are you serving folks? Sure. We are an HR consulting firm. Uh, so what we do is really help uh, businesses with any HR needs, whether it's HR outsourcing, they may need help with benefits administration, or we can come in and help train and develop their managers and employees. So it really depends on their need, and we provide uh, HR support in, in whatever area. Now, how'd you get into this line of work? Well, I've been doing human resources probably for about 25 years, um, progressively growing in different HR roles. Um, and recently, so my company is about three and a half years old. Uh, so I've been supporting other organizations and learning a lot about the HR function uh, and leading teams and uh, decided I wanted to do this for my own business uh, so I can do things the way I want to and support um, a number of different companies. So that that's really fun for me, both nonprofit, for-profit, uh, a lot of different industry experience. And so that, that just makes it fun and challenging. And so, yeah, I'm a glutton for uh, HR punishment and just really like to deliver HR services. Now, is there a sweet spot for you? Because I would imagine some companies may think they're too small to have an HR person mm -hmm. and then some already ha have full-time HR people. So what is kind of the sweet spot or, uh, for you? Right. So, I, you know, I find that the majority of our clients end up being small to mid-sized companies. Uh, so those companies who um, have been growing uh, and didn't really see a need initially for an HR staff or an HR team and uh, realize after they start hiring more employees that they do need to get some control in order. You know, it would be nice to have a, a handbook and some policies in order. So we do a lot of foundation work for uh, small to mid-sized companies to make sure that they they are compliant and, and understand what it means to manage employees at different sizes, right, different number of employees. But we also support organizations that already have an HR team. So a lot of times, you know, with, with human resources, there's so many things to do and functions that um, many professionals only have time to make sure that the train is moving, right? That things are, are moving forward, but they don't have time to focus on initiatives that they may want to deliver. And so we can come in and help those teams deliver initiatives around performance management, uh, changing benefits or administering their benefits. Um, any kind of project that they may want to uh, roll out, we can come in and help make them look like rock stars. We help in the background. Uh, so so we kind of service both both ends of the spectrum. Now, um, when you're working with these smaller firms that may have not focused on HR 
or elevated it to the importance that it deserves. How do mm-hmm. you kind of sell them on the benefits of having, at least in your case, kind of this outsourced HR expert at their disposal? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so the the main benefit is not having uh, a full-time FTE on your books, right? Um, but I, I think the, the true enhancement for those companies is someone can come in, either myself or someone from my team, who has HR expertise and can help them in a number of different areas. So they, they get this 20, 25 years of experience uh, without having that person uh, as a staff member. But we serve as a partner. Um, we we kind of play as an extension of their team. And so the real benefit for them is making sure that they have their books in order, they are being compliant, uh, and, and feel like they have a resource that they can trust, they can lean on um, to help guide them through that process. Now, um, so sometimes you, it sounds like you come in maybe on a project basis to help them get some uh, just stuff done for them that maybe re- uh, mitigate some risk. Maybe it's some policies, mm-hmm. procedures, things like that. And then over time, they realize, hey, this is handy to have somebody kind of available to us so we can kind of get ahead of things and maybe um, maybe kind of really solidify some of the ways that we do business. And I think it could even creep into Mm -hmm. the company culture that shows how much you care about your people. Right. That's exactly true. Um, There's a focus on uh, really engaging employees and making sure that they're taken care of. And and a lot of times when companies are growing, uh, they care about their employee, but the focus is on how do we grow and how, how are we servicing our clients? And we come in and can help them to make sure that their environment is such where employees feel engaged, they feel connected. We help guide them through that through that process and support them uh, in different initiatives to help their employees. It sounds like in marketing, my background is primarily in marketing, but in marketing, they have a saying okay. that you're always branding, even if you're not branding. Like even if you're not trying, (laughs) people are going to have an opinion about your brand. It sounds like the same thing is true with corporate culture, that if you don't kind of consciously develop a a corporate culture, a corporate culture is being formed with or without your uh, kind of permission, (laughs) right? right? So it would be good to have some... you don't want it. Right. Right. So it would be good to have an expert on hand that can have some best practices on how to kind of cultivate the right kind of work environment, uh, for the team and your people, because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people at least give lip service to say their people are their most important asset. Right. <laughs> so the rubber has to hit the road. Uh, and, you know, I find that uh, helping employers even understand that uh, we facilitate uh, engagement surveys to really understand, okay, how satisfied are your employees and how engaged and connected are they um, sometimes there's a disconnect between what's really happening, and that's that culture that's developed on its own, and what management thinks is happening. And so we help to bridge that gap and, and make sure everyone's on the same page. And I'm sure you have some data to support that if, you're, um, if your company is one of those best places to work, you're going to have a lot of easier time attracting the right folks to be part of the team rather than just take whoever shows up. 
<laughs> That's exactly true. It helps you to be more competitive uh, and attract new employees. And we're also finding that we're helping to retain employees in that, in that same fashion. Um, employees have options now. Um, they can move from, from one organization to another. Um, and so finding ways to really help keep them engaged help them feel uh, the benefit of, of staying with the organization is really essential. So uh, you're right, we, we help to attract em, uh, employees and we help to retain them. Now, how have you been helping your uh, clients deal with this COVID pandemic that we're going through? I'm sure that's mm -hmm. been a difficult time for a lot of folks. This has been a difficult time to navigate. Um, the, the first way we've been helping uh, our clients is really to translate what's happening around them, right? So the CARES Act um, was one of the main um, uh, policies that came out that affected employees uh, and employers. And uh, we help to translate what that means, right? What does, what does that mean for the company? How do our policies uh, how are they affected? Um, how do we execute where we need to? Uh, so a lot of it is really kind of bridging the gap between uh, what they're seeing on the news and the policies rolling out and how that affects the day-to-day -day operations. And I think the other piece is really helping to uh, keep a focus on employee safety and health, um, providing guidance around um, you know, how do we help support our employees to work uh, remotely um, and really support that versus um, making it more difficult, right, or seeing it as a challenge. We, we, we kind of look at it like this is a great opportunity to, to roll this out. It may have been something we've been talking about for a while. Um, and then now, most recently, we've been trying to plan on how to bring people back if, they, if they're ready to come back. Um, how do we keep them healthy and safe in, in the work environment? Uh, does that mean we look at um, changing our seating arrangements? Uh, we're bringing in more protective uh, gear and cleaning supplies. I mean, there's so many things to think about in this, in this time. And um, having us as a resource and a partner and kind of walking together through this process has been helpful. Now, um, how has your uh, work with the GWBC helped your business? Oh, my gosh. So being a member and working with G GWBC has been helpful because, especially for me as a newer business, right? So we're, we're a little over three years, but now we've gained this broad network of other uh, professionals, other women uh, professionals, and it, it helps me to learn. Uh, so I'm provided with opportunities for development, um, but it also helps to strengthen our service uh, as I'm meeting other professionals who do similar work or extensions of our work. We can think about partnering. Uh, so it's really been a great um, opportunity to, to be around other professionals like mine uh, and helping stay motivated uh, in the process of my own company's growth. Yeah, it sure is nice to have um, a resource that allows you to have kind of real conversations with folks that are in the same boat so you can, right. you know, get the 
advice not kind of sugar-coated, but just somebody else that's going through something that might be similar that you're going through, it's good to get that kind of unfiltered um, conversation, through, especially during a difficult time like this. Exactly. And it helps to feel like you're not the only one going through it and that it's normal um, growing pains, if that's what it is, or whatever is is happening in, in the environment around us. Now, getting back to your business, what is the um, kind of a baby step that a company could uh, start an engagement with you? What is usually the first thing that they do where you can do some work to kind of see if it's a good fit? Mm -hmm. Um, We do uh, free consultations, uh, and they're really just conversations uh, to learn. For us, it's to learn about what's happening in the work environment, what stage of of growth is the business in, number of employees, and kind of talk through, are there any pain points uh, that the organization is feeling, that the leaders are struggling with? And we help to identify if there are areas for us to provide support. You know, sometimes those conversations lead to engagement. Sometimes it's just um, they, they want an opportunity to talk some things through. And that's fine as well uh, because we're helping to grow our network, uh, so we don't mind having those conversations uh, and maybe seeing opportunities in the future where there could be a potential to work together. So we do that. Um, People can reach us through our website and schedule a consultation, and and we do a 15 to 30-minute meeting depending on, on what the need is. And kind of figure out, is there a fit uh, for us? Now, do you have any specialties? Do you work in certain areas? Uh, We actually are more of what's called generalists. So um, all of the different functions of HR we typically can touch, um, from comp and benefits to employee relations to training and development. Um, So we sort of touch all of those areas um, and our primary function is serving as an HR outsource for, for our companies. Oh, now are these companies, are they in any specific industries? Do you work mainly in uh, for-profit, non-profit, or do you have a specialty like medical or, you know, finance? Mm-hmm. Um, actually we, we work with non-profit and for-profit um, and uh, I have a small staff, so there's there's uh, three of us and, and three additional staff members, and um, we have experience in uh, manufacturing, in healthcare, uh, and technology, and financial services. So those are kind of our main areas. Uh, one area I'm interested in getting involved in is healthcare, but we haven't yet had a client in healthcare. Um, but it is one area that, that I'm looking forward to us growing into. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more and have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, is there a website? Absolutely. Our website is www.ethicsconsulting.net. Um, on our website, you can uh, click to schedule a free consultation, and we'll get back to you as quickly as we can. Good stuff. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Radio.